0: Great. DJS, first give me some dramatic music. <sighs> and now we have the panel. Hey! You'll pay me <laughs> So. We're going to have a panel. They will tell you the theme and will ask questions. But allow me to invite the panelists. Our moderator, media and communications guru, Grace, And then we have our very own medical personnel, the doctor of doctors, Denise And of course, how could we forget? Creative genius himself. Camera whisperer. (laughs) Jerry Chalegoza. And last, not least, one of the minds behind Primbox, Mr. Olsen's Cathedral Kampala, <laughs> Philip Mwine. All right, great. <laughs> so these are our panelists. Could get an usher to take away the extra chairs. And uh, they'll tell us what we shall be discussing. But as they discuss, I will be going around. If you have a question, just raise your hand and I'll get you a paper. If you want to speak, I'll be going, moving around with this microphone. I hope we have enough that will be left behind so that you can ask your question personally. Great, we have another microphone. All right, over to you, Grace. Is
1: this mic working? Okay, perfect. Mic check, mic check, yeah. It's working. I, after that introduction, I don't, I don't know where to start from. But my name is Grace King I'll be your moderator today. Uh, welcome to the second panel discussion are continuing our conversation from yesterday and this morning. Do you remember what this morning's topic was? Let's jog my memory. You can shout it out. Uh, Guys, no silence. We've finished jumping. Huh? One, what? One body, many gifts. Yes, thank you. Thank you to the person who yet has one body, many gifts. Uh, And we learned that we are part of a one body, right? Guys, uh, I think you had in my, my introduction, eh? As I do media and communications. So one of my... In communications, I like... Mmm. You know, in, in, in Uganda, we communicate by saying, hearing things like, mmm. So I don't hear, mmm. I think we are not listening. Eh? Someone has exaggerated, yeah. But thank you. I appreciate it. So anyway, in being one body it means you know we are part of a church community did we all agree on that ah thank you in class so we agreed that that means being part of a church community and so the people here on this panel are here because they belong to the body of christ i'm not hearing an from. Yes, so you're all here because we are part of a church community, and I'm 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 very blessed and privileged to be part of that church community. So we're going to get to know a, a little bit more about our panelists. I'll uh, we'll start with the gentleman who's looking the farthest away. You know that teacher who chooses the student who's looking away. I'm that teacher. So Jeremiah, tell oh, Jared, tell uh, tell us. <laughs> Tell us introduce yourself, tell us about yourself, and, and tell us how you became part of this body of Christ. How did you get here?
2: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Uh, my name is Jerry Charlie Gonza. Uh, no, not Jeremiah, but I respond to it because but on my birth certificate and my national ID, it's just Jerry. Like the rat, not the mouse. <laughs> That joke is as old as I am. Uh, My name is Jerry. I am an electronics engineer by training. Um, I love God. I love people so much. Um, My favorite color is black, because it takes long to get dirty. Um, (laughs) In my free time, I like to eat. But also, when I get the chance to sleep, I make sure I use it. Um, I went to school. We thank the Lord. <laughs> and I thank the Lord. Um, what else? Any questions? My mobile n- money number is 0701. Um, yeah, I'm really glad to be here. How did I join the Body of Christ? Yes, how did you body join the Body of Christ? I, <clears throat> I used to go to church with my parents. But in 2005, I joined All Saints Cathedral. My dad came with me, and then he dropped me in Sunday school and disappeared. Then I joined children's choir. Then I used to sing. In my early days, I used to sing. I was <laughs> now. What happened? I don't know what happened. The Lord is good. <laughs> yeah, I and then I got um, involved in children's choir. And then um, when Teen Service started in two thousand that year, I was there. <laughs> that was my form one. I I was ambushed. So I joined Teen Service when it started and then I served I started serving. I liked I liked doing things, carrying chairs, carrying tables. Um, yeah, and there was opportunity to do that. That I think that's how I joined. I don't know if you've answered the question.
1: So that's, that's, that sounds like that's how you came to church activity. It, it doesn't sound, from what Reverend Alex taught us in the morning, I'm not hearing the things he told us. All, all it sounds, it's like going to school. What you've described is like dr- being dropped at school and you join a club and you pay the fees and is that, what, how, you, is that how the body of Christ is?
3: Wait, I, missed, I mm-hmm. missed an important
2: part in my P6. Uh, that was 2000 and, and, and 10. Yeah, it was children's camp in Green Hill Academy. Uh, it was a group session with my fellow p sixers, ers and uh, teacher Richard Rukundo was teaching and at the end he made an altar call. And that's the day I gave my life to God, to Jesus. So this is normally where people clap and, yeah, uh,
1: <coughs> it's because and many of us don't make that decision n- thinking we have made it so for <laughs> you you really made that decision and you yeah, wrote,
2: yeah. Uh, i gave my life to christ on that day it was december of, I, man, I don't know guess, remember okay. the exact day but it was december because the camp happened in december <laughs> but yeah i gave my life to jesus and after then everything and all my choices to serve at church were more intentional than, hey, there's this to do. And so I became more intentional about being part of uh, the body of Christ. Uh, When I was old enough, I joined TFC, because it was the cool place to be. Um, So I would come here Monday, Wednesday, Friday, without fail, as long as my parents said yes. Um... And then uh, in my Form 6, I was able to join. I led the C4C fellowship, the Form 6 VAC fellowship of Maya. And yeah.
1: All right. Thank you, Jerry Maya. I'm Jerry. Like, I have to keep remembering. Like, the, like, the mouse uh, someone has reminded me. Thank you so much, Jerry. And we are glad to have in the body of Christ. Can we give Jerry a hand clap, guys? Aren't you happy that he's in there? Uh, then you never get to call him our hand or leg, whatever the part of the body is. (laughs) Jerry, uh, Denise, you're next. Same thing. Introduce yourself and then how did you join the body of Christ? Are you part of the body of Christ?
4: (laughs) Okay, thank you, Grace. Um, Hi, everyone. Hi, Hi, people.
0: Hi, Hi Denise. Okay, I just want to
4: make sure you guys are awake. Anyway, my name is Denise Karunji. I'm a medical student in my final year.
3: Yes. Yeah. <gasps> um,
4: doctor, doctor. If you, if you want to do medicine, I can tell you why you shouldn't. So just <laughs> come to me. Hmm. But I, I might also tell Ten. you why. But, but Nancy, they already know why they want to do it. So now I just have to tell them the truth. Anyway, I, I love, Jerry said he loves sleeping. I'm just going to steal all his answers. I also love sleeping. I just want to sleep after this. That's the truth. I know there's a Pompey concert happening. I don't know if you guys are going, because I don't know. Cuff you, eh? Cuff you. Yeah. Someday you'll go. Uh, (laughs) But there's a Pompey concert. But do they know Pompey? Do we? Yeah. I may be
1: the only person.
4: Uh,
0: They are saying, give us a song. Give a sample.
1: Now we shall meet you in the body of Christ.
4: <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. I am a giant killer. I am a giant We are about killer. to ban that
1: song when we ask for Pompey songs. <laughs> but it's,
4: anyway, so it ties into my story of how I got into the body of Christ. I, I, interestingly, I said I was going to steal Jerry's answers. I also got saved in, my, in 2010, but in my P5. So same, we have been saved for the same time, same, same what, same period, yeah. So I got saved in 2010. I, I was at church with my family, and they asked us to come up, and I was like, okay, let me respond to this altar call. And then my mom told me in the car, you know now that means that you have to act like a Christian. I'm like, cool, got it. So I go to school, and I'm the one with a Bible on the desk, what? Right? And so all my life, I've had Christian friends, We starting from like P5. First of all, I went to good schools. I thank God for my schools. My primary school, they overcame us, but it was, I guess it was for our own good. They overcame us, but it was also a Christian school. And I went to, I went to Gayaz and then I went to Namagunga. So all those were really, 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 really good Christian schools. And in all those spaces, I was with, Christian friends so that that was my form of, of fellowship and of course in schools like Gaiaza there are so many ministries there's even a flower ministry people who set up flowers in the chapels so it's it's just a cool school let me tell you but i wasn't in the cool ministries i i led with my friends in different spaces so i didn't know i wanted to be a doctor way back but I joined the Sikh ministry, which is interesting, right? Yeah. So that's how I was serving people, and that's how I've continued to serve people, to serve God's people. And, yeah, that's that's what I can say. I've grown up in a Christian home, and it, let me tell you, it was a, a bit tricky joining All Saints because I'm a quiet person, naturally. I'm, I'm a woman of few words and very shy. kept to myself, so... Ah. Oh. I'll just come. I tell you I was also in the midday service, which is it's not the midday service, it was eleven thirty then. Also a very quiet service. So man, ah I just that was in my space. Yeah. I, I later became more confident and started serving in these other spaces. But before that it was just school was my Christian community. Yeah.
1: All right. Thank you, Denise. Sick B ministry, flower Ministry. Can we give Denise a hand clap? I'm, 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 get, I'm, I'm seeing different ideas of church community. Uh, I, I hope you're all taking note of the different church communities. There will be questions. Yes, Philip. Don't, don't be shy with their ears. Eh? These guys, guys have been very generous with their years. Don't hide your ears.
5: So, 2010, 2010, I was at campus. Yay! Anyway, I'm Philip Mwine, I'm happy to be here, I am married, Uh, yes, I'm married, (laughs) Uh, I came with my wife, she's outside, yeah, we have a daughter called Zoe, and the second one on the way, and uh, yeah, we'll be married to, this is our fourth year, yeah. I can fly. So, how did I join the body of Christ? Mm. So my story is not as beautiful as <laughs> this guy's story. Is, mine is the prodigal son. <laughs> those guys who oh. uh, who left. I'm mm. um, those guys. Um. So, at, I was at. Should I say my school where I was? But you. anyway, so I was at this school somewhere on, a, so on top of a hill. Uh, that's cool. That's where I started from. But I think I was... You know those guys who are very quiet but are very wrong? You know those guys. <laughs> silent banners. Yes, silent. Do the they still banners. call
1: them silent banners?
5: Yeah. Those guys who escape from school, go out partying yeah. in the middle of the night and jump back in. Then one day they, they, they... they, they, they they, got co- they, they get uh, caught and they are caned. and yeah. um, those guys seated, sitting here. Um, so that was high school. Very quiet. I think like Denise, but very, very, very uh, very wrong. Uh, the things I, I used to do, if you, could, if you would meet me, you wouldn't believe. Even my teachers, even my parents would disagree like, no, that is not Philip. So yeah, I was involved uh, with very wrong crowds. Uh, of course, they influenced me. I, 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 my primary school was good, but then when I joined secondary, the influence, I found there was not good. Um, the, the company I joined was very uh, wrong. And so it, uh, I got involved in drinking, in escaping from school, in, in smoking, shisha, <laughs> and mean with
1: shisha before twenty ten.
5: Yeah. yeah, yes, it was there. Yeah, the shisha. So yeah, yeah. as involved in all in those early. things. Um, <laughs> I get to campus, still the same story, mm. and then in my third year. Mm. So I had a girlfriend, and my girlfriend was Muslim.
1: Uh, and you, are te, you are very far. Yeah. You are beyond Egypt. And
5: then my Muslim girlfriend gave her life to Christ and so I started going to church with her just to impress her yeah just I really didn't want to go but just for yeah but there's this one time I went and I the the preacher preached something and truly cut to the heart but I did not uh, respond I just, I went back home and, but I remember that evening in my bed, I knelt down and I accepted Christ in my heart. Um, and it has been, I think it has been 12 years since I made that decision. And I can say it's the best decision I've made in my life. And the second is marrying my wife.
1: Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Have I been your wife for a time? Anyway. <laughs> We can we give Philip hand Club. We bless the Lord for in the body of Christ. Eh? So that's that's how you join the body of Christ. So you gave your you you are kneeling, you accepted. So did that suddenly stop the drinking? The what like you just what happened? Like how did you now find a community? Because remember they told us the body is a community, also, right? So did you find a community did you how no.
5: so yes um, uh, third year so second year it's when i gave my life to christ sorry mm-hmm. second year then third year third year i i, I did not really um, get involved in any in church in active church uh, participation because mm-hmm. uh, i was at campus um, But then when I finished uh, uh, university and I started to work, there was a a need. I I felt I needed to belong somewhere because during that time, most of my friends, uh, I, I stopped hanging with those people who I used to hang with and now I needed new friends. And so I needed to find, okay, where can I plug in and get new friends? who can influence me better so there's this friend of mine, I I went with her we studied uh, together uh, in high school so when I told her I gave my life to Christ she was very surprised like all of you and then uh, she told me that uh, there is fellowship here they meet every Friday and so one day I came here and uh, surprisingly I came to the fellowship and the Yom's fellowship and i knew most of the people because there were uh, people who were uh, we um, from my same school that school on the hill so most of them were uh, going uh, to that school so i did not really struggle uh, because i knew a bit of uh, i had friends there and those friends helped me plug in but then also i think the second i think also the second thing that really helped me plug in is i really really wanted it I desired fellowship so much, and so it was not that I, I do not really credit. Yes, the, my friends played a part, but I also desired it badly. And so when they introduced me to something, I held on. So I kept coming. And next Friday, the next Friday, there's an opportunity to organize chairs as let me organize. There's an opportunity to clean as like let me clean. There's an opportunity to go for mission somewhere. Let us go. I really wanted to participate and I found this place uh, with very many opportunities to participate. And so, yeah, I plugged in and it has been, I think, 10 years since I joined the ministry. And yeah, here I am.
1: All right. Thank you, Philip. Let's give him another hand clap. Ah, Wow. Indeed, that's you're really now part of the body. of. I can confirm that all three of you and the body of Christ. Am I in the body of Christ? I hope so. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I would like to believe I am now. Um, My story is not familiar to any of you. It's different. First of all, in 2010, since we are using 2010, I was finishing university. (laughs) 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 Yeah, true story. And... Some people are not yet born, I know, in this room. It's... Yeah, it's true. But I did not know the Lord. Uh, I think I was just an Anglican. Uh, like, Jerry, my parents used to bring me to church. But now for me, it was in church of, like, uh, children's church. It was church 1130 AM service. So since I was young, I came for service. That was, that was, that's all I knew. And I used to, I grew up thinking that is church. And they would tell me, church community, I would tell them, yeah, I'm a member of 1130 service, which sounds funny <laughs> now that I understand. Until I finished, I think, no, no, until 2014, guys, now the Lord, okay, it took very long to find the body of Christ. Anyway, till 2014, um, I really thought I knew the Lord. I thought I was part of the body because I used to come to church. Every Sunday, without fail, I could say the Apostles' Creed, the Nicene Creed. I would sing hymns. So because of that, I really thought I was part of the body of Christ. Until also a friend invited me for Yoms. So those also Yoms. Like, it was similar. I came for Yoms and I found my age mates and people younger than me discussing the Bible. Like it's it's something they are familiar with. They were not even reading, they were not opening it. You know, that, talking about that topic was faith. I can't forget. So seeing my age men saying, but no, in Hebrews 11, they say, Mike, what do you mean? How come my mind was rushing? Because I, I kept wondering, how do they know these things? I come to church every Sunday. How come I can't say scripture the way they do? Then when they told us, to, when it was time for praying, I was used to, you know how we pray Anglicans. First hour, the, the Lord's Prayer, saying, so, you no, know, thank God here, confess your sins. These guys prayed. We prayed for Musa an Hour. Eh, Second are we're praying. But it, it uh, convicted me, made me realize I did not know God. And I was sad because it, it's, it's, it's like when you, when you have a friend and you're sure they are your friend, then one day you realize you don't know your friend. That's what it felt like. And so I started reading the Bible. I signed up for, for Navigators Bible Study, It was my first actual real church community. Uh, and then I started coming for Yom's. Uh, Said serving also in the youth ministry and right now, at least now I have a church community. Before I just had people I see in the service. So that's how I joined the church community and, and I thank the Lord. So now that we know, we've understood church community. Yeah. So now we've heard from the panelists but we are having, you're also here. Is is there anyone who's brave enough to tell us about their church community? Because by the time you're all here, earlier earlier today they told us, are you part of the church community? You all say this because you're Christian. Is there anyone who's brave enough to tell us about their church community, whether it's chapel at school, whether it's a family altar? Because you're practicing for, you know, for speaking in future. Is that her hand? There's a hand there. We have a hand there. Huh? That one I can see already. His community is wearing a logo that used to torment me in high.
6: School. Praise God. Amen. Uh, so, my name is delivered. Uh,
1: wow. <laughs> we praise the Lord. Wow.
6: Yeah. So that's that's my name, and uh, I study at Intare School. And uh, by God's grace, last year is when I accepted Jesus as my personal and savior. Uh, So before all that, like still the same story, Christian family, but it's a Christian family but you are just an image, an image without, you're just a body without a clean soul like, living in a Christian family since birth, then they, your parents look at you as, uh, you know, because they know they have taught very well, so why do they bother? Like, so they also knew me as a good boy, and uh, still up to now they know me as a good boy. Yes, I am, like right now I am, but then <laughs> it was uh, another story. You know, okay, it's hard to say, but personally, before getting saved, first of all, I had the smallest was pride. The smallest. That was the smallest that I could, that I couldn't bear at the time I was saved. And then the biggest that I I could think I could bear, but now I don't. Like I... At that moment I just gave it up because it was something called okay, let me say it. Something called lust. Praise God. Amen. So the Bible says that t- teaches us to confess and then we just give the burden to God. So by then something called lust, which is also a form of sexual immorality. And so, sometime could cause me to do other things that I wouldn't like. Right now, I don't like, so by then, it was us. So, I just thank God because if, if I didn't accept Jesus Christ, because that day, it was 22nd of Feb, and uh, that day, it was uh, night fellowship, grand fellowship at school. We usually have it every Saturday. So, I I someone was preaching about the word of God, and telling us we should be doers of the word. And uh, to my surprise, I was someone who could sing in church and chapel choir. At home, they know I I was someone who knew how to pray very well. I knew the word because my parents could teach me. Uh, actually, one of my parents. She's, she works around here like she's a reverend. And also my dad was a reverend, still is, he's a reverend. And then, okay, you sing in the choir, you know how to pray, you know the word of God. You read it, but by then it's just a story in your mind. You just know it, and when someone asks you, just defeat them with that. But then, you personally you don't act it so someone was preaching about that and i found out i could just i just knew everything knew the bible knew whatsoever but i wasn't a do of the word and then i discovered that i was becoming a blame and a shame in the presence of my parents because even my the people that loved me loved me because of my family and because they thought i was a good boy but yet the devil almost stole my heart. She's my sister, but some things she doesn't know and I can't tell her. <laughs> but still, I thank God. She, uh, like, <laughs> I thank God. Yeah, he rescued me before, before things became worse. Yeah. So I just thank God. Yeah. Praise
1: the Lord delivered. We yeah, praise. Yeah, the, we thank God. God. Our suits. Yeah, our suits. Truly. We thank the Lord for the school church community that, yeah, that, that held. Make sure you are really delivered and you live up to your name. <laughs> we, yeah? Any other who's, there's a hand up behind there, Malcolm.
0: But the power of a sweet.
3: Um my, my church community, I started very early and I was also in like a Christian curriculum. So I can't even remember the time I got, I know I got served when I was like young at five because I had an uncle who was like lucky a preacher. So he would ask us every time, like since we could talk, are you served? Do you know Christ? Are you served? Do you know Christ? I got served on the account of, ah, he's disturbing me. Anyway, oh let me get served. Not that big, yeah. So, till I got into, like, a community of school, because I'm in a Christian curriculum, I got into a community of people pray, like, they are serious, and, like, they share, there's morning devotion, and people have, like, serious things going on in their lives, and just, you know, wake up books and all that. Yeah, so, that's basically my community. I grew up in, like, a Christian community, so it's been washed through me.
1: Right, thank you so much. Nice. Thank you.
0: Daniel. Yeah.
1: Daniel, wait, Daniel, someone is waiting for you. <laughs> Any other hand? Before we go to the next question. There's a hand there. I don't know. Is, okay. His church community helped him put up the hand. I love to I see. I can it. see.
7: <laughs> Praise God, members. Amen. Uh, my name is Ivan, and I'm in school i thank god that i got saved it was um, in september 24th uh, it was 12 noon so when i was giving my life to jesus christ wow. at first i thought that the things were boring in christ when you go when you when salvation comes down to you the things are boring praying all that time reading the bible it was complicated to me so At that time, my bro, you know, my bro is saved, is that the university is doing engineering. So he's the one who who asked me, are you saved? I told him that I'm not. Then he said that you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. At first, we are about to, we are going to watch a movie. So he started saying that these movies are bad. They are not good for you children, what, what, and that stuff. Then he started talking about eternity, you know, Eternity, it is all about the end. Eh? Eternal life. After this life, there is another another life which you're gonna get. So these things, the way he talked to them, they they made me to be scared. So I told him that I want to be saved. So he made me to confess and I confess Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. At that time before I had given my life to Jesus Christ, I used to first pray and even read the Bible, would quote some scriptures, but these scriptures, I could not get the revelation, the hidden meaning inside those scriptures. So you would find that they are just flowing, they're bouncing back to me. So when I gave my life to Jesus Christ, it had taken around three years without reading the Bible. So the next day after confessing, I started reading the Bible. So when I started reading the Bible, when my bro came, said, wow, you have started reading the Bible, that's good. So I started story by story reading the Bible, having a quiet time with Jesus. You know, when you go in the presence of God, even if you have committed so many sins, there is nothing too hard for the blood of Jesus to cleanse. It takes away all the sins. Preach, preach. So I started reading the Bible, so my brother told me that it doesn't always stop on accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. In order to be set free, you need to confess and renounce. So I had to, first, I had to go and confess all the sins that I had committed, the things that I had been doing in secret. So, yeah, I got delivered and the grace of God was sufficient unto me. So I started Read, reading the Bible putting, trying to put the word of God into action because I was stubborn at home I would, eh, like my, my parents wouldn't want me to be at home all the time because I would disturb them all the time speaking funny words so by the word of God you know when it comes it doesn't go back the way it came of course it has to put some impact on you so i started reading the bible understanding story by story sometimes i would preach to my siblings so then after he told me that it's not all about rushing to preach first understand the word of god you know most of us we run to salvation in preaching the word of god but we don't first understand. So we need to first get the understanding, we put it into action, then we give out to others. So as we can be transformed, the fruits of transformation, they might be manifested within us. So I started reading the Bible. Finally, I joined school, I started studying. The good thing God connected me to the wise people, so they started guiding me slowly by slowly, and even... I joined scripture union. I started fellowshipping. I would go and organize the fellowship, the chairs, sweep the the room where I gonna conduct that fellowship. So it started grooming me up. So we started going slowly by slowly. Then the next year, this year I mean, then would my friend said that let's conduct a fellowship whereby everyone Wednesday the we shall be fasting and praying every Wednesday in the evening after studying. Then we go and fellowship. Shai said, "Wow, that will work." So we we'll would fast and pray. So finally, we started up a foundation by the grace of God, and that foundation is called SBF Spiritual Brethren. We are reconciling God's people back to Him. So by the grace of God. They told me that I'll be the chairperson. And I don't know, like, I was like, how will I lead God's people for now? I don't have that strength to go and preach those guys, but God gave me the grace. I was able to preach around for around a thousand children at school, the gospel of Jesus Christ. So God started using me. And for now, I believe God is gonna do more and more and amen. whoever wants to give his life to jesus christ mm. that's the best decision you ever mm. you have ever made don't think that the challenges that we face is they're gonna be on you all the time there's mm. a time where it is coming mm. god will deliver you from all those challenges and he will show you his ways thank amen
1: you. amen thank you so eh Guys, don't you feel evangelized is there someone no, not yet giving their life to christ surely <laughs> so is this sbf is at school right is the foundation at school oh okay ah, guys you know schools are deep anyway <laughs> thank you for sharing uh eh, wow so we're going to go to the next question as some of you shared your first with the panelists huh? even i had a bit As you shared your journey towards the body of Christ. Hmm? I think I'll start with Denise because she hinted at it. Joining the body of Christ or being part of the body of Christ. Your your stories are all very beautiful, very beautiful. But, guys, I don't know if you've realized, I haven't even yet told you the topic of that day. Have you realized? What's our topic? Anyway. So, the body of Christ is beautiful. We have heard, right? We... But it can also be difficult. It comes with its challenges. Denise mentioned how she she struggled to plug in. Huh? She struggled to plug in a bit. Uh, me, my experience, because for me, it really took long. I'm not like all these. Yeah, my, okay. I'm with my neighbor here, Philip. I used to took long to. What took long? I, I plugged in almost immediately, but there are things within the body of Christ, the church community, especially in how we we deal with each other, the relationships we have with each other, that make it very difficult. So today's topic, we're going to ask ourselves, why are church people so difficult? Hmm? Why are church... Please remember, we have all agreed that we're in this body of Christ, right? So even us, (laughs) we are among the difficult people. Check. but that is also that is. If you agree that we are, I'm going to ask these people if, if they find church people difficult. Are there things that they have found about church community that is difficult? What are those things? I'll start with Denise because you you mentioned being you, you mentioned struggling. So what what caused this struggle?
4: Okay, thank you. Um, so I talked about so I said it was easier for me to fellowship with my friends at school because anyway they were my friends so it was it was easier being in such a space but now that couldn't happen during the holidays and in the holidays we have tfc you guys know tfc yes eh? oh it's just a few people who doesn't know tfc oh okay okay so yeah the teens for christ fellowship and my friend told me about it this is like in my s3 and she's like oh there's a fellowship for teens you should come and because i had been in guys i was like oh that's that must be nice because i understood the whole concept of fellowship but i came and it was really i mean i, I found my friend there but she had now she had her other friends eh? TFC. Her, exactly so her tfc friends so it felt like little you call them do they still call them clicks um so it felt like little clicks here and there white of course there's the whole sharing we had in a group like how we had group settings today but i know some of you might relate after the group's sharing i would sit there alone in a corner and wait for my mom to come and pick me from church so it, it did feel lonely sometimes but then um i've just remembered So Jerry was our papa at some point for the tfc fellowship yeah and Mambi eventually he i think when he came i think it was also when i was coming more frequently and he he reached out and what but but before that i I don't think i had any friends so there was my mom would be like i I can only offer you to take you on wednesday and i'm like it's okay i don't need to go on monday or thursday this is sorry on friday there's nothing pulling me there i really don't have friends and then I, i shared how there's, so there was a 10 a.m. service and the midday service, and the 10 a.m. service had this whole crowd of, of what we would consider as a cool kids. But of course, it's just because they were more lively and and, and had so much energy. And then Bambi. <laughs> so we'd reach church, and the whole crowd has exited, and you're like, ah. So now who is left for no, the midday nah, service? Uh, no not a high so it would be like away from my friends and I'd be like ah, maybe I should start coming for the 10 a.m. and I tried it once I felt so out of place and I was like let me just stick to my quiet service so it was just that sense of yeah we know you from school but you're really not our friend How did that make you feel Denise of course of course
8: (laughs) Aww.
4: it it did make me feel bad it made me feel bad but then also at that time I had my sister who I was coming with to church so bef- before that she also didn't really have friends then she made friends and then the circle just repeated itself so now I was, I was just alone in my corner she goes to talk to her friends so it, it made me feel lonely at times so I was only looking forward to just go back to school and that would be my s- fellowship space yeah
1: oh, wow okay Right. thank you for sharing denise we'll come back to that uh jerry you, you, did you have any difficulty do you have in be, this been being part of this body of christ even now i know denise is sharing from her past I, I like that she was saying was so maybe when we come back to her she will share that it has changed uh, but even now as a, as as being part of the body of Christ, what challenges do you face, especially in relating with fel- with fellow believers? or things are smooth on your side?
2: Um now I think it's easier now than it was then. Mm. Can I share from then? It's okay. Feel free. Um, so me I have a I have I had a beef with guys from winner school. <laughs> <laughs> that that school on
9: Barbie. top of the hill
2: um yes. i think that's why he didn't mention it because those guys are anyway but i think i struggled so much with making so the irony is that i led the fellowship <laughs> but <laughs> but at a certain point i struggled to plug in because guys would come and attend fellowship and then at the end they walk away in their smack gang guys no should i mention names no <laughs> Uh, in their <laughs> gang from school and from that school and from the other school and from the other school and then you guy who went to Nalia um, <laughs> you walk out <up> with yourself <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that was my biggest challenge in my days in TFC, plugging in and making friends easily was a big challenge these days um my biggest challenge uh, now, I think it's a testimony. I it it's better these days. It's easier to plug in, mm. uh, and or maybe I'm the one making it difficult for people. We case. shall we, we when we know. ask.
1: When we ask, they'll tell us if you're the one making it difficult.
2: Yeah. They're. So yeah.
1: So when you come to. To you join church community. Did you face any difficulties? Especially when you shared your when you shared your past life, did you any let me not preempt you with my things, but what challenges did you face? When you joined church church community? If any. If things were coward, it's okay. All
5: right. When I joined Personally I did not find it difficult.
1: Mr. Olsen, please.
5: <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't find it difficult. Um, I think yeah. one is because of the friends I found. Yeah. I told you, um, my friend introduced me to a fellowship, and when I came, I found other people that I knew. Okay. So it helps in uh, softening the landing. Mm. So I came and uh, yeah, I know you. I know you. I know you. I know you, and mm. maybe also I, maybe I contributed to, to the,
1: difficulty. to the
5: difficulty because I was part of the, the cliques mm. who are from that school and that school. So yeah, I think um, to be real, I contributed uh, to those who chose to stick to a certain mm. yeah um secondly i think i like i mentioned i came with a certain passion and desire mm. that i i did not wait for people to seek me out i went to seek the people out so i would come and i introduce myself like hi i'm Winnie. how are you mm. and i that that helped also i didn't i went out and i sought people out and and um, i i I preempted started friendships and i did not find with that i did not find anyone holding back or refusing to uh, to be my friend when i reached out
1: all right so uh that's that's all in, in in joining the community however when I asked why, are Christian, why are church people so difficult, I got many my So I want to rephrase that question and ask, what things about being part of the church community do you find difficult? Especially in how we relate with people. I will, I will start. Now when I joined, also my, I'm very outgoing. Uh, also I had already, by the time I joined Yumes, it's not, there's, there's no, it's not about schools. It's, I think it's more about maybe your your profession, but uh, I'm, I'm outgoing. I didn't have a struggle, but still you could feel the people who started from C4C, I could tell, you know, cause me, I joined, I'm already old, I'm already in my twenties and my age mates have known each other since C4C. So they have jokes of what youth camp, youth camp but uh, I don't care. I I, I made friends. The difficulty I faced, I found Christians so judgmental. My gosh! Like, I thought when I become a Christian, I'm going to come here, I'm going to just be, just find love. Hmm? Christianity is about love. So I'm going to, yeah, I want to be hugging, not judgment. Then I was coming for fellowship one day. Okay, of course, I, you know, you need to transform. You remember yesterday they taught us about uh, do not conform to the ways. Unfortunately, when you you get saved later in life, you've already conformed a bit. The ways of the the world are more familiar. So in how I dressed, in how I did my things, most of my things were world-like, not Christ-like. So one day, and I have not yet learned the the things, so I came in my normal worldly dress, which was not uh, of all sense height. And I'm coming for fellowship, which is a good thing, right? Fellowship. Then a lady stops me and says, Do you think Jesus is happy with your dress? I'm like this woman, you haven't greeted me. You don't know who I am. I don't know you. I seen remember I'm not yet transformed. So of course my first instinct is to assure. By like, okay, not her because she's older than me. But I was like, I don't have I don't know Jesus like that. I've never talked to him. So uh yeah you have a question? Get a paper? First wait, first wait, first way. <laughs>
5: uh-huh.
1: They can't I can't so I can't hear, huh. Can I can I okay I think
3: I'm
1: looking
3: am audible
1: now? Okay, uh huh. So Jesus you put it like there, huh? Yeah, yeah. Mm.
3: So Jesus says, come the way you are. T- okay, come the way you are. So mm. Mm. me coming in Ash. Okay, that's exactly. Okay, don't come undressed is so what I'm, I'm trying to okay. understand. But mm. if I came in something short, would it... I'm entirely coming. Because I'm coming to serve, but I'm not coming to dress for everyone who's here for them to comment on how I'm mm. dressing.
9: All
1: right, we shall come back to that. Let me first finish. I was exactly as I have just come. Come as you are. Hey, well, that's exact very good question. We shall address it. Huh? Um, so of course, exa- that's, that's exactly what, I was, what, what was running through my mind. I'm like, they told us to come as we are. I've come as I am. Now you're asking me, is Jesus happy? So of course, I just told that. Man, I don't know. I've never talked to Jesus, which was a very rude response. But um, thankfully, again, I think I was also like, I was very hungry. For God, like I have, now, I have now learned I really want to also, I also want to pray like my friends. It didn't deter me. I thought about leaving, I won't lie. I thought about going home because if I had not come to church then no one would have abused, okay not really abused but made me feel bad. I thought about going back and doing my other usual things but I thank God I stayed. So again I will ask my panelists. <laughs> Are there things that have made people different? Apart from plugging in um, so, keeping in mind what she asked, eh? just, just, I think we will we will answer. I think your question in the in the third question. I feel like it addresses it better. Eh? But I I I get you. So, are there, if there are none, if there are no things things that made it difficult for you to relate with Christian, apart from plugging in.
5: Okay, I think. one thing that makes it difficult uh, is the there is a certain standard or expectation that is required or that is that you perceive
9: uh,
5: as a christian that you're supposed to have Um, the way you dress like she mentioned the things you watch the friends you keep what you say and when you come like I came so when I came I told you my story I came when I had I was the total opposite of what you call a Christian. I was struggling with so many things. Uh, as in there, I was still struggling with pornography. I was struggling, but I came. The they fear is how will they accept me? how will they accept me if they know of everything that I am if my entire life was exposed to them how will they accept me and yes there will be those who will judge you there will be those who will point fingers at you there will be those who will laugh at you they will be there but then also there will be those who will cover you When you come in a short dress, they will cover you. When you're struggling, they will pray with you. And when you're crying, they will hug you. So I also found those. So yes, as we come to the body of Christ, there will be all sorts of people you're going to find. But my encouragement is, and what encouraged me, was I found those. There were those who had my story, and yeah. Of course they gossiped and they talked but then there were those who had my story and they covered me and they loved me and they were my accountability friends and partners and holding on with those and walking with those is what has helped me so yes you're going to find them but i pray that you do not give up that you look pray and search for those who are for you and who are going to point you to Christ. They are there. We are here and there are more of us out there that are for you. So come the way you are and I'm, I'm certain you you will not regret it.
1: Amen. Can we give Philippa cup? So speaking of difficult church people can you first stand up? First stand up. First stand. You difficult church people. First stand up. <laughs> All right. First kick, kick out, kick out a bit. I realize some of us we are losing our sugar, sugar levels are going down. Okay, let us sit down. That's the that's another thing I found difficult about church community. The standing and why are we standing and sitting anyway <laughs> like every minute we are standing we are talking to our neighbors anyway uh i'm going to open it up are there things yes you have shared beautiful testimonies about being part of the church community uh in case any questions come up i'm, I'm glad she was brave enough to ask it on the mic but in case any questions come up and you might be a little shy Malcolm has paper and pen for you to write those questions. To be better for you to put up your hand, but we understand things can be difficult. But now I'm going to open it up. What things have you found difficult about people in your community, whether it is chapel, at, at school, scripture union, uh, fellowship at home, whatever the church community is, whether it's even TFC here, C4C best set for those of university?
0: We have someone here.
1: All right.
8: Um, well, for me...
1: You can first tell us your name.
8: Yeah, I'm um, Abraham. Yeah, so I would say for me one thing that I think I find difficult. Um, it's kind of similar to what has been said before, but uh, in my case it's like, let's say conversations or Like when you're around your church friends, like it it feels like there is a certain kind of like demarked zone where you can't go out of. And for me, it feels like if you're to really build a friendship, eh, you should be able to speak openly and communicate openly and discuss issues without feeling judged so for me something i find difficult is that like you have to walk on eggshells you can't speak your mind even if what you're saying is not that controversial but like it feels like you can't (laughs) talk about other things yeah that's
0: that's just me
1: (laughs) thank you abram
0: thank you thank you daniel please
1: And the other Daniel still has sweets by the way. Just saying in case. Yes, she did. She got her sweets. Is a hand there? Where? Behind you. I know Why are you being difficult? You, you're the church
2: people.
9: <laughs> uh, hi, my name is Kiki. Hmm. Hi, Kiki. Hi. hi. Um. So. <clears throat> <laughs> Let me start with dressing, right? So, I'd um, say this. Okay, at a different church, right? But also, maybe at, the, at this church as well. We shall see. So I go to church, right? Me, I'm decent. Like I'm covered top to bottom. But obviously, like as you can see, it's it's kind of short, right? That top is kind. But I'm covered. You get, no cleavage is no showing, but I'm covered. But a woman, a lady, decides to tell me that the way I'm dressing is not appropriate. You get, so such things, okay, I don't know, maybe the way that they come off, like the way that they say that you're dressing is, but the way we dress has evolved from generations. My type of shirt is different from your type of shirt. Yes, we are in Christ and we are of God. And um, we should be responsible for the way we dress, but I am not indecent. I am covered. I know what I am supposed to do. I am of God. I am a, I'm a, a child. I'm a child of the light. That is one. And all yeah, that is one. The other one is judgment. We judge a lot. Even me, even I myself, I judge a lot. It's something that we we need to work on. But we judge according to. Um, stories, we judge according to what people have done in the, what people have done in the past, it's the same thing, but we judge, um, for example, again, I, I've changed guys, anyway, but <laughs> I never used no to No condemnation here. Really, <laughs> I never really used to read my Bible, right? Now I do, like I have Bible study, yeah? anyway. Um. I uh, I used to read the lot, like my Bible, so one time someone asked, me, "When was the last time you read your Bible?" Yeah. Ah, my heart jumped <laughs> because it's been it's been a while. So it had it had been a while. So I lied at that point because I felt like if I said that it had been a while, I would have been judged. I would have been criticized for not reading the Word. However, had that person asked me why I had not read the Word. You get okay, yeah, I'm done. No, I yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Are there more hands? No yet. I I I like I like where we are I like that where we are going with this this conversation. And I can tell that uh this difficult church people is a it's a real issue because even though we are responding, it's like we are scared that the the you dimension so even you are guided to say i used my say I think I used to do because it's truthful i still I still struggle with them I've not yet arrived in heaven as I keep saying so it's still like a struggle. does he have a question yes, mm hmm So, as the next person comes, um, people have talked about judgment. And then we keep hearing other people telling us, uh, uh, mentioning something called rebuke. Do we know the difference between judgment and rebuke? Guys, do we know the difference between judgment and rebuke? Denise, do you know the difference? Yes. Uh Uh-huh, what's the difference?
4: Let me me attempt to answer this. Um...
1: Don't worry, we haven't forgotten about you. Okay. So I think
4: what we usually call judgment in our conversation, I feel judged. This person called me out. Where Christians so judgmental? I think it's it's rebuke because and and Bambi sometimes it's the way they come at you with a rebuke that makes it very and like yeah you don't receive it so well, so you don't take in. The criticism so well because of the way it has come to you because when when God says don't judge and says leave judgment for Christ that's not to say that you shouldn't correct your friends you shouldn't rebuke your friends that that judgment that we see in the Bible in I think Matthew 7 is for the future when when all the world when the world ends and everything are you going to heaven? Are you going yeah? Final final what? Final destruction. Okay, eternal damnation for you. So that's that's judgment and it's only God who can judge and say you're a sinner and okay, I mean we're all sinners, but for you the journey ends here, eternal damnation. For you, you accepted Christ, so you're saved forever. But what happens on earth? it's not judgment because even in court mm. when uh, the judge passes the final verdict it's between it's a, it's, a, it's a sentence between okay, maybe a life sentence it's life or death situation but then if he's saying you know you did this you did this you did this you did this he's just pointing out the things that you did so it's that's that, that's a
1: difference judgment and rebuke yeah. alright Mention something important the how I think and and Again, we need to remember that the church people we are mentioning, we are the ones. Eh? We, it's us. So, even I'm sure, even me who, who has asked why, is, would Jesus be happy with your dress? I know that there are very many times where I've tried to rebuke someone and I've not, I think the Bible tells us to do it in love. And love does not mean, you see me doing I anything mean like a child. You see a child is about to touch fire and because you want to be loving, you're like, leave them. No, you will say, ah, don't touch that. But how you tell them is also important. Because you might shout at them or beat them and then they fall in the fire even more. Or they don't understand. You, you just slap them. They'll never understand why they were slapped. All they know is that they were slapped. So I think we need to, even as when you see your brother or sister in the Lord, doing something a bit off, it's okay to tell them. You're not judging them. It's, 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 it's a correct thing to do as a member of the body of Christ. Uh, we we want our que- we it want it our seems you answered the
0: question. Yeah, we did. Ah. the question. It's the Holy
1: Spirit. <laughs> so I, I hope I hope you are clear on that. So even here, the things you want to ask, please feel free to ask. We are we are not perfect. We are, we are still all struggling. Great.
0: Oh great.
10: Um, hi everyone. Hey. My name is Shalom. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, you know how the Bible says that we're not supposed to be equally yoked with... um. Un, unequally yoked, huh? Yeah, we're supposed to be unequally yoked with... We shouldn't be... Okay, let me... We shouldn't be...
9: Unequally yoked?
10: That's what. So now, my question is, what does that mean? Because, let me give you a scenario and then um okay my scenario is going to show how like my confusion yeah and then you clarify it for me. Um you know how as Christians we're taught to love one another. Yeah? We're taught to um accept everyone for who they are but then again as Christians, you can't say that we're supposed um I'm supposed to pray every day, I'm supposed to do this and that. And then um you have a friend of yours who let's say Drinks or smokes or whatever, yeah. Okay, you now in this in our generation these days, like there's a lot of more degradation and whatnot, and we have a lot of friends, like our close friends, who let's say do certain things. Now, you know, the the question I'm asking is, um, as a Christian, yeah, are you allowed? Are you supposed to um be friends with such people? Is that being that what that, that thing you said? Yeah, is it being unequally yoked because I need to understand, are we supposed to be their friends and, like, you know, not necessarily encouraging them, but, like, accepting them for who they are? Because, like, there's a there's a point to reach where you can't change people. You can't say, man, what you're doing is wrong. Because, ideally, even you say, you do wrong things. Yeah. And sometimes our, our sins are kind of tantamount. Like, yeah. I can, let's say, abuse someone, but then I look at someone who is, let's say, killing people. Mm-hmm. And I say, you're a sinner, but, like, I'm a sinner as well. Yeah. So, I don't understand that,
1: that thing. We, we, we've understood you, Shalom. What a beautiful question. Before I ask Mwine to, and, and any of the panelists, and anyone, by the guys, the question is being asked. Eh, we are not we are not experts. Eh? We are part of the... Everyone in the body is what? Everyone in the body is what?
0: Important. Huh?
1: Imp- yes, everyone in the body is important and useful so all of you can also have the answers. I'll just first explain the unequally yoked. Uh, shalom. The unequally yoked, it's taken from farming those days. They would have two oxen. Huh? They would use oxen. Oxen are like cows, right? It's cattle. They are oxen, and when they are plowing, that's, they had a, pl- a, a yoke on their backs. Eh? So that for, the, for them to do their work well, hmm? the the, the, the oxen need to be as if the same size so that they can they can carry the yoke properly so if you get a if you get a goat and an oxen, then that means the the, the yoke will be eh, there will be no balance so it can't work so that's why that's why it comes from so they will be unequally yoked that's why it comes from I just want to first explain that analogy now on whether you can continue to be friends huh? with people who are doing things contrary to what you know they should be doing. Who's ready to answer that question? Yes, Jerry. I keep almost calling you Jeremiah. I have to keep remembering.
2: No, it's okay. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, man, there's so many questions that have been asked.
8: <laughs> let's start
2: with that one. That one. Let's start with this one. So unequally yoked is Second Corinthians six fourteen, and fortunately or unfortunately, Paul is not talking about uh, friendships. He's telling the Corinthians in his second letter to them and warning them about idols. Yeah, uh, the city of Corinth was contaminated with very many idol temples and stuff. Yeah, and so he's warning the Christians in the church in Corinth. That, guys, do not be unequally yoked with those guys because what business does Jesus have with Belialel, though as a god, yeah? So do not be, do not partner partner with those guys, yeah? I I just needed to mention that because uh, that scripture is normally um, misused, yeah? About the friendship thing. Now, let me tell you the truth is that it is hard to live in this world without having non-Christian friends. Yeah? Do we agree? Do we agree?
1: Yes, very much.
2: Yeah. And so, it's not bad, yeah, to have friends. Yeah? But do you know what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, 33, he says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good moral. Yeah? And so, it is. It's um, for very many people, even for me. It's it's a grey area, and normally when you exist in grey areas, yeah, it becomes a slow fade. Yeah, that um, with time, um, the friends maybe it depends on who has the influence in the friend group. Yeah, but it is important that you keep on the outlook, yeah? Be aware that, hey, I hang out with these people, um, but man, they are not Christians. And they go here, and they go here, and they go here, that I... that my spirit doesn't sit with, yeah? Are we together? I don't know if I'm making sense. Just let me know. Say, hmm, and, yeah, so that, mm, mm, so that I can know that I'm making sense. I'm trying to finish the point to make it make sense, but... I have friends that are not Christians. Be aware of that. That's the first point of awareness. Secondly, you need to guard yourself. So if you ever feel... So I will leave it to you. Yeah, And whoever has a similar question but didn't ask it, I will leave it to you. Paul emphasizes it, uh, that bad company. It, it is a no-brainer yeah it is non negotiable it is you don't have to think about it too much, bad company corrupts good moral yeah but you 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 are in life you are definitely going to hang out with friends that that do not subscribe to the faith that you do do not subscribe to a relationship with Jesus, but you ought to be on the lookout on on the day that you feel like ah these guys I think I am. I am. I'm going. I am. i I've started going down the slope. Jump out. Jump out. Have I made sense to anyone?
5: Some,
2: mm. yeah. Shalom. Mm. Have they made mm. sense? Have I? Mm. I have. Mm.
1: Mm. Uh, Philip wants to add something.
5: Yeah. Something small. I agree um, with what Jerry has said. It's just that when you have them, what do you do? Mm -hmm, Because we all have them. I hope, I speak to myself as I speak to you, Mm -hmm. that when we have these friends, that we will be that light that shines to them. That we display Christ to them. So yes, you cannot exist out of the world. We are going to exist in the world with unbelievers. Of course, with believers. So with unbelievers... Those friends that do not know Christ, they are there. May you be the light that you shine Christ to them, that when they see you, that there is a a difference. Mm -hmm. The way you you talk, they can't be swearing and you're also swearing. No. No, there should be something different about you, that when you're seated in company with them, you stand out. And when they get to ask you what makes you different, that is your opportunity to share the gospel the hope and christ that you possess uh,
1: thank you philip uh, philip first with the mic there's a question that abraham asked uh, about okay didn't ask he was sharing about uh how you how we, it's difficult for us to have to be real with each other in the church community because you're trying to keep up a facade you people you're trying to be holy So there are things you won't talk about. You saw some kind of thing on Instagram. You want to bring it up, but eh, we are church. So how how do you navigate that? Because you're still part of the community. How do you navigate authenticity in the church community?
5: So yeah, I think very very many of us here We want to be perceived in a certain way. So we put on a mask. Mm -hmm. Mm. So you put on a mask so that you cover Mm. the certain things that you do not want anyone to find out about you. What you did yesterday, last night, alone with that phone. eh?
1: Sorry, it's the phone. Yeah, alone
5: with that phone. Who are you texting or what were you watching? If they were to put them on a screen here, not any of us would want that to be seen. And so we cover it up. We and we cover it up because we fear. We fear that what will they what will they think about me if they know that last night I watched this, or I did this, or I I said this. So we cover it up and that's the facade. And so we come with a certain face that we bring especially to church. So that we show to people. One is God looks at the heart. One is you are cool, you may be deceiving everyone here, but the Lord searches the heart. He looks at the heart. He sees the heart. And when I the reason why I share um, my failures with all of you is because i rather be right in the eyes of God than the eyes of men. Mm. That you see me from who I am and my weakness. And because that's who I am, a sinner. So the facade, the people you're hiding, you're hiding huh? one is they are equally as bad as you, <laughs> or even worse. So, we are all struggling here. So, do not fear. The second is, I, I pray that we will be first authentic with God. That we bring our deepest and worst of sin here. And where else than here, where we can be broken together. And when we are truly broken together, the facades will fall off, and it doesn't matter what I find out about grace. I will still extend love so yes they are there they are not just going to fall off you're going to have to find a group of confidential people that you can relate with i have a group of four men that i work with they are my accountability partners and when i meet with these guys we we talk we tell ourselves everything that no one (laughs) eh, those things and we are broken together and we pray together so find that group of people where you can be broken together because it may not be safe to share everyone because um, not everyone may understand or may it be strong enough. So find a group of people. The counselors are here. Uh, or if you have, it could be your mom if, or your parents, do they didn't know the Lord, if or your brother, share with them. Be broken together. So that when we come in the presence of the Lord, we are one. That's the unity. The unity is not that we are pretending. The unity is we are broken together. Eh? Is We are broken together. We are not perfect. That, but we come here, and we bring our sin, our sin, and we lay it at the cross, and we leave it here, and we go back. That when we find another brother struggling, Okay, I've been there. And I'm able to help as well.
1: Thank you so much, Philip. Uh, I think already, can you give me my hand clap? I, I think already, because I asked the question of why uh, are Christians so, why are Christian people so, I mean, church people so difficult, yet we are still here. <laughs> like we've mentioned, I mean, 12 years, I mean, more than 20 years and you're still in a church community. And I think we are seeing the why. I hope we are seeing the why. The why we remain. And I liked Philip's response of it gives you a a safe place to be broken and and be authentic. Uh, Jerry had something to say. He has said it. Okay, so um, Denise, there's a question that was given to us. Please read it out and and try to respond. And as you respond, just wrap up with uh, what is why should why is this important why why is it important to be part of a church community despite the difficulties, and the judgmental attitude and the rebuke and all these things? Yeah. okay, thank
4: you. Um, so the question we got was how to avoid church heart when practicing Matthew eighteen fifteen to seventeen So I'll, I'll first describe church heart briefly, so it's really in short, simple terms. The pain, the, um, the anger, the depression, all the emotions you can feel in the church context. So, it, I mean, if, if it happens at home, it can also happen at, at church because we have talked about imperfect people and that means they're not only at church, they can be at school, they can be in so many spaces. So now let's read together Matthew 18, 15 to 17. So it says, If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault. Between you and him alone, if he listens to you, you have gained your brother. But if he does not listen, take one or two others along with you that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Yeah. So this is... Jesus, Jesus is speaking to the disciples. And of course, um, really just talking about conflict resolution, someone has sinned against you, how do you deal with it? You know, call over, pull, tell grace, you know, the other day you said this and this is how it made me feel. But of course, you have to be um, mindful because before, before. okay, so it's, it's necessary that you actually establish peace because um among the beatitudes Jesus talks about the peacemakers blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called the sons of god so it's it is good that you don't harbor uh, this sin against your your person your your the person who has sinned against you so how are you going to deal with it so before you go there you have to ask yourself as i'm going there is it my personal gain do i just want to be hard out do I want this person to know oh, yeah 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 this is what you did against me and I wasn't happy so it's like like, is it just a selfish motive or do you intend one to glorify God but to also help this person see that what they are doing could hurt someone else could or I mean okay maybe they hurt you but then also um, we're, to, we're talking about the whole dress thing before I walk up to my sister who is in a short dress, am I just going there to prove my presence in the church or am I really mindful about about how she's dressed and how that could be a, a concern if she heads out of this society or something, you get. But really, what am I making? Is this an, an act of worship between God? Um, also, before you go there, pick that log out of your eye. Everybody talks about the log, and you're seeing a (laughs) a small speck of of wood in your neighbor's eye, but you're so quick to call them out on that, yet there are so many logs in your own eyes. There are so many things messed up with your own life, and you also need to first get rid of all that. So first, make sure that before you go to correct someone, they won't find a fault against you as well right and then gently (laughs) thank you and gently 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 let them know um, because of us talks about if someone has sinned against you maybe they didn't intend to probably they didn't intend to say those words but they said something so let them know that this is what you said in the conversation and this is how it made me feel. Maybe it wasn't your intention, but this is how it made me feel. And then lastly, of course, you will achieve reconciliation between that person. But but of course, um, the question we received was how to avoid church hurt. Sometimes you can't control people's emotions. Sometimes even when you go through all these right steps and what, sometimes people will get, they'll get hurt. And that's, I think part of life, really. And so um, sometimes, of course, that will be the end of the relationship. Yeah, because cause, cause the verse continues. You call two brothers, they don't listen. You call the church. You call eh, You call everyone to try to correct this person. And they don't listen, and they walk away from the church. But if you've been careful to see that you were glorifying God in this, and you are also picking out the logs in your eye then just let this person go yeah so sometimes you can't avoid how people react but you can you can control your end yeah so in resolving conflicts it's it's a lot of work sometimes you can be shy not to um, attack the conversation head-on but it's
1: necessary Then um, the final part? A final, um, like a final shot of, despite all this difficulty, you just mentioned how difficult it is to just resolve conflict. Mm -hmm. Why is it important? Why is the church community important? Church community.
4: Mm. So Hebrews, Hebrews 10 24 to to 25. Uh, Let me just read that quickly. Okay, so Hebrews 10, 24 to 25. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up the habit of meeting together. A verse continues and says, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. So, idealist, I mean, church is where we meet, is meeting together. Church is not where we meet. Yeah, the it's, building. It's really not the building. It's not the tent we have over us. It's the group of people we meet with. So let's not um, abandon that because these are the people that encourage us. I mean, if we have to, we have talked about all this, and hopefully, back in your spaces you can be more vulnerable. You can remove those facets that you put up. You can be more careful to correct people if we are careful in doing all that in the way the Bible tells us to do it, then it's the perfect space to encourage each other on. Because as a Christian, you can't, you really can't do life alone. That you can't do life alone. So it's necessary that you're in this space where you'll be spurred on to do good works.
1: Yeah. All right, thank you, Denise. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I I like all the responses we've gotten. I think we've seen why it's important to be in church community. My sister there asked a question earlier about uh, if this is our being dressing, and just told us to come the way we are. I keep asking, I don't know, I don't know if we. That's another phrase but I think we, we misuse a bit. I mean, we are told to come as we are, true. However, we, as we read yesterday, we don't remain. We don't remain that way. So in that my example, I forgot to mention that. Yes, that time I came in my short dress, which was. I think she has mentioned it. Ideally, I should have been corrected better. But I needed correction. President, I right dress to be wearing at church. And I recognize that now because I've been transformed. And so now when I'm coming to church, even if I love the clothes I'm going to wear, I will consider my sisters or my brothers. Not because, you know, they, they don't like the clothes I'm wearing, but because I'm, I'm, I'm mindful of the body of Christ. You know, they tell us not to stumble each other. So I'm mindful that sometimes because either I'm older than some people, there's some people might influence. We call influencers. And if they see dress wearing a certain way, they, they, dressing a certain way, they will think it's fine. And I'm very mindful of that. Uh, because when they t- the gifts they told us are gifts. I I have the gift of leadership. So as a leader... I will, I'm mindful that anything I wear might seem okay for others. That means I'm stumbling them. And so because I've been transformed, I will be more mindful when I'm coming to church and in other spaces. Last question, then we close. Uh, how do we push through criticism when one of our friends criticizes us about our faith in God, but they are still Christians? I think we've established that we can call ourselves Christians when we are not, Right? Because if I'm really a Christian, in the real sense of the word, um, my, my friend's faith isn't something I should be criticizing. I'm going to assume, because I didn't give details, I'm going to assume that these are comments like, but you overpray, pray not about our faith, you overfast, you overread the Bible. Anyone who says that is not a Christian. I, I hope I'm not too harsh. Too I hope I'm not offended anyone but if if you feel that way then there's there's something wrong because we're told to pray, us so like to keep in the disciplines and so pray for this friend of course it hurts it hurts because you are a person you you have feelings but um keep praying for them also also ask them ask them what they mean you'll find that maybe they also there are things that they're struggling with that you don't know i hope i've answered you because i really didn't have enough Anyway, guys, thank you for your patience. Am I still... Do I still have people listening to me? I'm waiting for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, so to wrap up, we have discussed three things. We've discussed what church community looks like. Uh, in case you, you realize you're not part of a church community, please remember there are very many fellowships. So please plug in. We've discussed the different things that make church community difficult. And uh, in case you're facing them, please talk to someone. Uh, talk to your friends about them. If someone offended you, don't hold the grudge. Talk to them gently. In case you see your friends, you know, doing something that is not Christian, bring them back. Uh, yeah. And thirdly, and most importantly, we have seen why it's important to be part of church community. We cannot do as we cannot do life alone. Even Jesus who was God and man, was a man, but also God had twelve people doing in his was his church. Huh? when god exists in in triune (laughs) he has fellowship with himself so um it's important for us to plug in and to persevere despite the issues so as we close i'm going to ask us to pray Uh, because we have we have talked about something that are difficult we have talked about hearts. we've talked about the difficulty of being authentic We have confessed some things here. And it would be sad for us to just go. Okay, let us pray. Uh, Let us pray over what we have shared. Uh, Loving Father, we thank you for, first of all, your word. uh, Through your word in Romans 12, we, we know what it is to be the body of Christ. We thank you that we are members of this body, Lord. Uh, we thank you for that privilege and the honor. Father, forgive us where we have made it difficult to be part of this body. Lord, even the body itself sometimes fights itself. Fights itself. So, Father, we for, we ask for your mercy uh, for the times we have been so difficult that we've driven some parts of the body away. Lord, we ask that if there be anyone who, even today, felt offended... Or was hurt in some way that lord you will reconcile them not just to the body of christ but also to yourself that if there be anyone even if you're not in this place who has been hurt before because of this particular church community that lord if you've committed any of us that we will reach out with them and create peace for oh, lord that there will be peace among us that indeed we will be bound together Father, i pray thank you for everyone who has confessed something today and Lord, that I ask that we will, you will give us the grace to honour it, that we will not use it as fodder for gossip. Almighty Father, that you will remind us uh, that they have shared because you want us to confess uh, our sins to each other. And Lord, that whatever has been confessed here will be used for the growth of the body of Christ and for your glory, Lord. And Father, where we have, you know, I open any wounds. Father, we ask that you will cause healing. Uh, that people will not live here feeling a certain way lord uh we will remember that while we are all broken uh, while, while we might be the body of christ and the church we are we are broken uh-huh. and that we are still sinners and that you're still reconciling us to yourself and to each other father may we continue to seek peace amongst each other and live in unity may we be authentic in uh, the conversations that we have may we be open with each other it's where we are struggling, as we will find a, a sister or two, a brother or two, and have honest conversations about our struggles uh, in the body of Christ, that you will also give these people we share with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to guide us. And Lord, even as when people come to us to share things that seem too big for us, may we remember that we can run to you in prayer, O oh Lord, and, and when we run to you, will give us answers. Help us stay in your word, O oh Lord. That we will we will give answers based on your word, best on your truth and nothing else, O oh Lord. Guard our minds and guard our hearts. your name I've prayed. Amen.